Hello fellow riders, this is your host Rusty James. It is Tuesday, July 24th, 2018, and this is The Ride. Hello my friends, another day, another bit of God's word planted in a place where it's going to grow good. I'm speaking that by faith because I believe today you tuned in, not because I called you and said, hey, you need to tune in. No, I think you're tuning in because God whispered something into your ear that said, you need to hear this. Don't know why, but you need to hear this. And I'm in the same boat as you. I heard a little voice talk to me and said, you need to do this podcast today. I don't know how. I don't know what we're going to speak about, but you need to do it. The Lord is asking me to be obedient in this, and we're going to find out what he has to say. I truly have absolutely 0% knowledge of what is going to come out of my mouth in the next 30 minutes. No idea whatsoever. And because of that, we're going to do what we need to do all the time. Lord Jesus, in this moment, I am asking you for your wisdom to be shared. I'm asking for your clarity to be communicated. I'm asking for your word to go forth in this time. And that's all I want, Lord. That's all I want. I don't need to hype up anything. I simply want to glorify you. So whatever you have to say, Lord, I'm asking that you just download it right now. Help us to receive what you're about to say. And Lord, I believe by faith that it will be a powerful thing. And Lord, I already know that you're changing lives, without a doubt. So I believe for that change to continue and that we can go from place of victory to new places of victory and along the way we can conquer whatever needs to be conquered so that we can have the victory thank you lord for being with us today amen so as i was praying there i was realizing that yes indeed to go from places of victory to places of victory what do we need to do we have to have something to victor over don't we how can you have victory over comfort and complacency well actually you can but I'll get into that later the point is that we're going to have an adversary we have an adversary the Bible is clear on this we have an adversary who wants to take us down take us out you know I was just realizing taking us down is a good term because I always picture our enemy operating in the lower areas, the base areas, the the low um, basic human needs department. You know, the things that can twist us up and get us all messed up. Our basic needs and how he distorts what our basic needs are. And how he gets us into a place of seeking to fulfill a need that is really basic. It's at the base level. And where God has us 
growing is not in those areas. He's provided everything we need. Did you see that? He provides our needs. He provided your needs today. Sometimes we just don't see them. We don't see that provision. Or we we don't feel we can hold on to it or, or grasp it. Believe it or not, I am driving right now by a collision between a a work truck and what looks to be a young lady's sedan. Lord, I pray that you just calm her nerves right now. I see her on the phone, probably calling her daddy, I would bet. I can see my little girl in this scene. It looks like everybody's okay, but her car is totaled. Uh, There is no engine anymore. It looks to me like that truck just pulled right out in front of her and and she T-boned it. She didn't know that was going to happen today. How many times are we tripped up by something unexpected and we think God's not there? You know what? I believe God was there. Things in life happen. And I believe that God didn't orchestrate that accident. But he was there to give comfort. I don't understand how this stuff in life works. I don't know why bad things happen. But I know God is there to be with you. So what you're going through, challenges that you are facing, you've got to believe me that God is, God can be there. Sometimes it feels like he might not be. Can I say that what that is a a symptom of is not the fact that he's not there. It's a symptom of your not sensing him. And like I said before, we have an adversary. And one of the things he does to take us down is to pull us away from that elevated position where our spirit is elevated and we can converse and we can communicate and we can rest in what God has for us. The place of peace at that moment in time. It doesn't mean we avoid trouble. It doesn't mean we avoid heartache and it doesn't mean we avoid stress. Yesterday I talked, well actually a couple of podcasts ago I talked about you just can't avoid stress but you can, with God's help, make it through. And many of us are in this situation where we're dealing with a lot of stress and we don't have this elevated position. We don't feel we earned it. We don't think God's there. We don't think we're capable. We think it's just some, you know, we we think of this God thing and we picture these TV preachers that, you know, have burned us in the past or something. And by the way, while we're talking about TV preachers, I want you to listen to Stephen Furtick. If you've never heard of him, he's a pastor of Elevation Church. You need to listen to Stephen Furtick. Look him up. He's going to be all over the place. YouTube, just go to their, um, I think, elevationchurch.tv or .net or .com or whatever. You won't, it won't take long to find him. True, like any other man of God... He has detractors. But even Paul, Apostle Paul, had detractors. In fact, if you're preaching the Word of God, you will have detractors. If you're following the Word of God, you will have detractors. If you are trying to elevate your life so that you can speak 
and commune with the Lord God Almighty, you're going to have detractors. Why? Because the world operates from this basic sinful position. And the enemy cannot stand those people who are elevating. Hey, Elevation Church, I didn't even think of that. The enemy doesn't want us to be elevated. It's probably clear. The reason is if he keeps us operating in the basic needs of life, I need to have my needs met. And these are my three needs. These are the big ones, whatever they are for you. And it seems like God doesn't meet those needs. So I'm going to run to the thing that I feel meets my needs. And it looks to me like that whole God thing, that's just on a whole nother plane. And, you know, all it is is a bunch of people that are, you know, money hungry, power hungry, wanting to tell me how to live my life. I don't need any of that. Can I give you a little secret? You don't need any of that. That's not what Christianity is. That's absolutely not what Christianity is. What you've bought a lie? Yeah, I think I think many people have. And you know, I've bought it. And I should know better. That is not Christianity. That's not the identity of Christianity. Christianity is following Christ. I was thinking as I got into the car this morning that one of the things that has caused a lot of trouble for the church and for Christians and for really the world because I believe the answer is Christ. That's what I believe. 100% the answer is Christ. And I think the problem has been, and it has infiltrated even into the church and into my life, in fact. It changes my mindset. And I have gone through periods of time where I've been really upset with the church and I have connected Christ with the actions of the church and decided at times that I am not going to follow Christ. I'll admit. And I know that God can speak through anyone who's willing to be a vessel for him. That means he can speak through you if you're willing. But the thing that I notice is that we don't use our elevated mind or our elevated... And I don't want that to sound so um, new agey. It's not. It has absolutely nothing to do with that. It's not, you know, an elevated, I'm propping my brain up and I'm propping my spirit up to operate in a level that's higher than yours. And I can expose all conspiracy theories because my mind is wrapped up into the ethereal plane. I don't know, all that garbage. Look... We need to get our mind out of the gutter is what we need to do and get it focused on high places where the king of all, Christ Jesus, where he sits on his throne, where the work has been completed. Completed, my friends. God has already done the work. You just need to connect up with the Lord. The work is already done. You don't need to strive Stop your striving. I'm sure that there's a verse on that or 10. Stop your striving. Stop trying to be successful or whatever. Just be with the Lord. And he will put your feet where they need to go. But it requires us to to be thinking about things in a different way. So as I got in my car this morning, I was thinking about this whole issue of 
you know, how, how we as a people, as earthlings, have been so tripped up. We're judging God by the actions of people. I mean, how else can we do it? You know, if I speak for the Lord and, and my life uh, seems to be hypocritical or something, and I'm speaking for God, then auto- automatically it's just human nature for us to believe that, well, God is hypocritical. Oh, and God's my father? Well, my father treated me bad. So, you know, there you go. It's unfortunate that that correlation is made. All I can say is the more we get out of the gutter in our mindset and, and focus our, our thoughts and energy and really our love and devotion to those things that are higher... It will help us see things clearer. That's what the Lord says. You know, some the, the ways of the Lord are hard to see when you're when you're not operating in a renewed mind, when you're not engaged in believing what the Lord has done. How many of us have gone through most of our adult life and we grew up in the church, maybe, but we are using experience as more of a, a ruler to what God can do compared to what God has said. Think about that a minute. Are we using experience as the ruler or are we looking at what God said as what is possible? That's a main hindrance because for us to believe in in the provision and the victory that he has for us, we might not believe that victory is possible because we've never gone through that kind of victory before. So we've got nothing to base it on. And all we have is God's word that he says, I'll get you through it and I will make you victors. But all we have is the word of God. Well, that right there is key. Because we will stay in a non-elevated position if we believe only what we've seen. Because now we're not operating in faith. And that really hamstrings the Lord. Yeah, I said there's certain things the Lord can't do. Because some things the Lord does is through people like you. And if you refuse to believe that God can do what he says, then you won't attempt or believe that you can even attempt to do the things he's called you to do. They won't happen. And right now, my challenge to every single one of us, myself included, is to see what the Lord is saying about your situation today. What is he saying to you? Get in prayer with the Lord more than ever before. If you truly want to have this growth, this desire to get out of the gutter, I guess I just keep coming back to that gutter thing. Maybe that's an overused term, but that's kind of how I see it. It's, it's a dirty, nasty, low place with filth and disease and And if you hang out in there long enough, death, death happens there. 
I don't care who you are, and I can, I'm picturing some people in my life who maybe hang out in the gutter just a little bit too much in their thinking, in the words they use, in the activities they frequently find themselves trapped in. It's a sad place. And I know it's, it's almost an addiction to be hanging out in the gutter. You know how things operate in the gutter. If I try to get out of the gutter, you say, I don't know who I am anymore. Well, know this. You're not alone in that thinking. I fully understand that thinking. God fully understands that thinking, and that is why he offers a way of escape. He has got so much more for you. I wish the world could see this higher plane, this higher thought that God has this I wish the world could see God's love you know we put such a flowery weakness to that word I think the kind of love that God has for the world is the kind of love that is the most courageous the most awe-inspiring the most There's no word to describe it. It's beyond words. The love of God is that fierce parental protection that the fiercest animal has for its offspring. You picture a grizzly bear and you wander upon the cubs, that grizzly bear mama. That's fierce love. You better get the heck out of there. That love is strong and powerful and fights for the object of its love. Love is not a Hallmark card or a Lifetime Kleenex movie. Those are just surface facets to what the pure love is that God has for us and for this world. And every single person, no matter what place you find yourself, whether you're holding in the gutter or if you're recognizing that you need to get out but you feel you can't, it's just pulling you down all the time. Or maybe you're kind of just caught out of that gutter and you're worried that you might fall back in because you just don't know if you have it within yourself to, to, to stay out of certain patterns or maybe you maybe you think you know I don't know what you're talking about with this gutter thing I'm just totally fine I'm elevated in my thinking be careful there too you can become prideful wherever you find yourself we need to humble ourselves before the king of all kings we need to stay communing with the king of all kings we need to be understanding our position which is well outside of that gutter mentality your position today should you choose to accept it is in a place of victory there is no half victory you are a victor those things that you feel have got you it can be turned around. It's like the best Hollywood movie. You know, the main hero is facing all adversity. You'd have no idea 
what's going to happen because there's just no way out of this. And then something, it just clicks. Something that you maybe hadn't considered. And now the hero that was going to lose it all is able to be victorious. Well, more than a Hollywood movie, God has already already secured the victory. You simply need to accept that. Be a part of his kingdom. It's already certain. You're already in the hero's circle in your movie. Don't let our mentality that can be so flawed, don't let that, our thinking and all of those things, don't let that govern where you see yourself in the future. I see yourself by faith and I see yourself already victorious. Can you see yourself that way? Victory is a real thing. It's not a state of mind, but it requires a state of mind change for you to secure that victory. Does that make any sense? I want victory for you today. God wants victory for you today. Get out of that gutter. Get out of your place of stagnicity. (laughs) No stagnicity. We're on a path to growth and we're on a path for success and freedom. 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 Stagnicity and the freedom. Which way you go between those two endpoints really is in what you believe. And my recommendation to you is to stay in the Word and to live in peace and to pray for those who persecute you and to find out what the Lord has said and get connected with people who want to truly love you like God loves you. So you can see that fierce, true, honest love and not the superficial thing. Get with people like that. And then begin by faith to operate in that same love. Even when it's not warranted, operate that way anyway. Be merciful when, it, when you don't feel like being merciful. Be forgiving when you feel like you've been wronged. Take care of those who maybe you feel they should have been taking care of themselves, but take care of them anyway. Be Christ. When you operate in that way, the power of God will flow through you and you'll be energized, they'll be energized, they'll start seeing things from a different point of view, and all of a sudden, you're no longer in the gutter thinking. And the people around you will see that, and maybe their vantage point will change too. You, today, can make a difference in more than just your life. Believe for that, I expect to hear good things. And I will see you on the flip.